Hey everybody, welcome to Pokemon World Tour. I'm your host, Jake. And I am your guide, Josh. I didn't mean to step on your toes. I was just so eager to jump in. I was done. I thought. I think I was done. Uh, well, there might I feel be a like little bit of a delay then. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Oh, well, maybe not. Who knows? I almost said the Morphin Grid. Yeah. So that's, you know. Um, so, Josh, what what brings us together on this fine Thursday morning? Uh, well, today you and I are here to take a nice hot bath together. Nice. Love it. <laughs> in, in Lava Ridge Lava Ridge. Town. I was, I was like, I know we talked about a lava place last time, and I don't remember if that's where we were or if that's where we we're going because it's uh, been a minute. I'm pretty sure Hoenn is such a mess of a region. Yep. Uh, I know people are like, oh, Kanto and Johto were like too linear, blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't know. I like that structure. I don't like when it's like, here's the map. Do a couple laps around the western side, and then the east has two towns in it and a lot of grass. Yeah, I think the difference between the two is like, and Johto is like, I think probably more linear than Kanto because there is a part in Kanto where you can kind of choose your own adventure for a minute there's a there's a little bit in johto after you beat morty you can go you can go do jasmine and chuck or you can go and fight like you can go either of the two directions yeah um but with hoen it's like you have to actively not just backtrack but like do laps like do actual laps around the place yeah. and that's like the it's either the good. fourth or the fifth i don't remember I don't remember if the gym leader in this episode is four or five or if it's your dad, but like your dad is in the second town that you come to and he's yeah. like the fifth or fourth gym leader, which like that Giovanni was the last one, but you've done the lap by then, you know? Right. Like, and, it, and it's right next to where you're going to get to the Pokemon. League. Yeah. So it's not like you're going so out like, of your way. <laughs> it's a really good first and last stop. It's a good bookend on yeah. the story. And this one's just a, I don't know, it's a mess. I really, really don't like it. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm i really worried about what that could mean for Sinnoh. Uh, you know, I <laughs> because don't know. I, I've only played Diamond and Platinum like once each. Yeah. Um, and I don't like the region uh, in my memory. So I don't know what that means for what that's going to sound like or how that's going to come across. But well, uh, we'll, you know, at the rate we're going, we got a little while before we get there. So <laughs> yeah, hopefully we're in a time where things will start to level out and everything bad that could happen to me will stop for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have, so this episode was going to be recorded two weeks ago and then you got COVID and yeah. uh, we did not record that week. <laughs> so yeah, and then now, currently, just so everyone knows, if we seem a little out of sorts, it is two days after the election, and we still don't know the results, which is something that I expected. Yeah, it, it sucked. I mean, I also expected it, especially with all the mail-in votes. Yeah. Which are, like, you are able to be counted until, like, the 10th. Yeah, I mean— and today's the like, 5th, so— <laughs> Yeah, the—I mean, the, um, like, the—here's the, the thing that people don't remember, because, like, most of us were babies in 2000— the 2000 election was not called until, like, November 24th. <laughs> so, yeah. like, you know, we just have no patience anymore because of mostly the, the internet. The internet, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyway, that's just where we are. We're not going to say one thing or the other about it because there is nothing to say one way or the other about it except, boy, I hope it goes one way and not yeah, the other. I'm, yeah, I don't it, – it, <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't like to talk about this kind of stuff on our podcast because, like, I want this to be a safe place. Yeah. Uh, but it is baffling to me that Trump can be like, well, why are all the mail-in votes coming in Democrat? Like, that doesn't make any it's sense to me. because you one, told people not to mail-in vote, No, the mail-in votes are a fraud. <laughs> but no, it's because Biden said, please mail in your votes. We encourage it. And you said, no, don't. Go to the polls. And so obviously all the mail-in <laughs> ballots are going to be are going to be blue <laughs> anyway. Yep. And this is what happens when you elect a giant man, baby, who always gets what he's told when something doesn't go his way. He assumes that there is someone cheating like he did last time because like he, he loves admitting what he did. Does. Yeah. Yep. All right. Anyway, that's going to put it. That's going to be that for that. Josh, we got any new news. Oh, the Crown Tundra came out. I don't know if that's news at this point, though. Probably not, since it's I've old. already completed it. Um, I don't think there's anything new, except for like merch stuff. But we haven't talked about that since like the first season. So yeah, we don't, we don't do the how, how I have anymore. I haven't played Crown Tundra. I also have not played Ar- Armor of Isles. That's the backwards way to say that. <laughs> I haven't played either of those. How is how how are they? I think we've talked about isle of armor but how does how does crown tundra stack up to it and the main game it's a really good progression of like the wild area is just this like tiny little appetizer it's like the it's like a stuffed mushroom i know that doesn't apply to you very much but it's like it sounds like like a bad appetizer (laughs) it's like the stuffed mushroom of like here's what open world pokemon could look like in a tiny little in a tiny little bite and the isle of armor is like Here's the salad. The salad and the soup is here. Mm. Nice. It's delicious. And, the, and then maybe Pokemon Yes and Pokemon No will just be the main course of... I hope so, because the Crown Tundra is very good, because it's it's a it's like two or three times the size of the Isle of Armor. It's huge. Oh, dang. And there's like things to discover in it, and the, the Galarian birds like roam the different ones. Like one of them's on the Crown Tundra, one of them's in the Isle of Armor, and one of them is in the regular wild area. And they're okay. just, like, running around. You have to just, like, go find them. Oh, nice. Which is, like, when we did our Catch of the Wild or whatever we called it episode, like, that was the thing I said. is like, I want to be able to just go to somewhere where something might be and see if it is. Yeah. I just, like, discover stuff in a huge open world. Um, and it's, like, a little bit of a tease of that. Nice. So, hopefully, Gen 9 will take that leap. We can have our filet mignon. Yeah, <laughs> you have the the good steak, the good French steak. Yeah, I I've been meaning to play it, but then also have not. I I've basically played about an hour and a half of Tony Hawk Pro Skater, and that's the last video game I played. And I think that was <laughs> September. I don't know. We talked yesterday about how October just disappeared. It's gone. I meant to post pictures of my costumes on Halloween, and now it's November fifth, and I finally did it. Uh, yeah, because I didn't realize that it wasn't October anymore until five days into November. <laughs> yeah, there's a there was like OC October where like you draw different OCs, and I was like, I draw so slow that's unrealistic. I'm just gonna do seven. I'm gonna do the color ones. It's like a color week. I was like, that's it. I can finish that by the thirty first. <laughs> I got two to go, and it again is November fifth. So, um, yeah. Who knows what happened to October? Maybe it was a myth this year. Maybe it was like a cryptid <laughs> in the wild and we got a glimpse of it. And next time I just had a thought about what I would like a Pokemon game to be uh, if it was open world. And that would be in America with cryptids 
with a lot of yes. weird cryptid type Pokemon. That would be very yeah, good. Yeah, I, I want a lot more because Pokemon pulls from like when we everything. Get to the, when we get to the spotlight today, it, it's like a crazy pull of like this is a weird thing they found and Pokemon made a Pokemon about it. Nice. Um, and I just want more like American lore Pokemon because yeah. I don't feel like we have a lot of them. We have, I guess, Zapdos is like the Thunderbird. Yeah. But there's not like, there's not really like a Bigfoot. There could be more Bigfoot Pokemon, <laughs> you know? There or could like be a... a champ, which is more, yeah. well, it's New England specific, but like, it's just like <laughs> New England Nessie. Right, yeah. <laughs> so. It's like if Nessie was just like kind of rude. <laughs> yeah. If, if Nessie had like a dunks in one hand, you yeah. know? <laughs> Pops uh, up with an iced coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you catch the socks on the weekend? Yeah. <laughs> no champ, game? I didn't catch the socks. Ah. <laughs> it's not the same as his big poppy left, and then he would just go back <laughs> under the water. And we'd never say, like, bye champ, thanks for sure. Oh, you're going to get your iced tea all wet, your iced coffee all really wet. I guess with that out of the way, let's, uh, let's go to Lava Ridge. Welcome to Lava Ridge Town, an excellent place for relaxing. <laughs> Sounds good. Now, here's the thing. I, I, I take all these notes off of Bulbapedia, and sometimes uh -huh. if something doesn't seem right, I try to find like a YouTube video to verify. Right. Uh, and on Bulbapedia, it says the slogan, it, the slogan of the town of Lava Ridge is... Pokemon Center Hot Springs, an excellent place for relaxing. That's probably not correct. But that seems more like this is the sign in front of a place. The Pokemon Center. Um, and every Let's Play video that I watched this for, I watched like five different ones for Lava, in like Lava Ridge Town. And <laughs> okay. nobody stopped to read the sign. <laughs> sure. So this is a call <laughs> for all Let's Players. Who play Pokemon games, to please read all the signs, because sometimes people like me need it for research purposes. Yep. Uh, but also on Bulbapedia, the Pokemon Center Hot Springs part is in, like, a, like a slightly different font. And then the rest of it is, like, regular. So that's why I think the slogan is just that the whole town is an excellent place for relaxing. That makes more sense um, than it being, like, that would, that would be like if you came to my town and said walmart a nice place to live near you know like it's like well no, no that's what? also not not true no yeah also peterborough's like their town slogan is a nice place to live in which is grammatically incorrect it would be a nice place in which to live but it that seems very lava ridge to me just, <laughs> tell me about lava ridge all right let's talk about how it's set up um, okay. and how no one really should live here. <laughs> okay. All right. So the, when you first come in, cause we just, if you'll remember from like six months ago when we recorded the last episode, we just came down the yep. jagged pass off of Mount chimney. Yep. Someone, some old lady was like, eat this lava cookie. And we're like, thanks. I will over there <laughs> where you can't see me. I will eat this when you've gone. Uh, <laughs> much like the electronics department at Walmart on a black Friday, there's only one way in and one way out of lava ridge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so when you first come in, there's the Pokemon and the Pokemon center are right there on the North half of town. And then next to the Pokemon center, um, and which is technically the Northwest. Yeah. West Northwest corner. 
of the town is the hot springs, which is like almost a full quarter of the landmass of the town is, I pull, is a big yeah, hot spring. I pulled up a, a little map and it is German. <laughs> that that's another thing is when they get the stuff from like the more 3d era of Pokemon, when they have like the scans of the maps and stuff from the player's guides, it's all foreign language players guides. I don't think any of them have like the English names. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what the, I, I can guess what the Pokemon center is. That's the same. I can guess what the Pokemon supermarket is, right? What? Yeah. Then there's then there's the Bad Lobstadt, which I'm assuming is the name in German arena. So I get you know I get that too. What is a Pokemon Crowderladen? A Crowderladen. <laughs> that that sounds like crater something. So that's probably the hot spring. No, it's pointed no. at the other building. The hot spring is unlabeled. Okay, it well, hang a, on. Let's let's talk about what these other buildings yeah, are. Yeah, let's keep going. Because uh, if you go just to the south of the hot spring, there's like little sand beds you can lay in to relax. It's like hot sand that you put on your body. Sure, to exfoliate, right? Probably. Or or just heat up and just get hot. There's just also get hot. <laughs> uh, there's an old woman there, but we'll talk about her in our places and people thing. Uh, okay. But she mentioned something about the... Um, and then in the southwest corner... That's the gym, and then you go southeast, and there is the two like regular houses. Yeah, one of them, the farthest one east, is just a residence. It's the only house that people can live in. Okay, in the town, and next to that is the herbal shop. That's the Crowderladen. <laughs> the <It's a> German. <laughs> For um, you Germans playing along at home, and all of this is carved into the foot of an active volcano because they didn't take latin class so they don't know about pompeii i guess no well there's also you know there's no osha or board of anyone regulating safety for any reason ever in pokemon because they literally sent 10 year olds (laughs) out into the world yep with wild animals that can literally breathe lightning (laughs) so like you know the world's a place uh, so that's the setup of the town. Okay. Population in Ruby and Sapphire. There's 28 people here. Where do they all live? In the hot spring? Probably. Just They're in the pruning. hot spring. There's a bunch of old people just pruning up in the just hot spring. Just pruning up. Uh, so in that game, this is the second largest town. Um, okay. And from what I can gather, that means is that it is, it is keeping a separate tally for te- big towns and big cities. Okay, that makes sense, I so, guess. So, because in Emerald, there's 32 people here, and it says it's the largest town, but I know there's way more people in Lily Cove than that, right. that's, but that's a city. Ah, uh, okay. So it's different. Uh, and also, since this is a town with a gym in it, all the rules are gone. Rule- and Hoenn laws, doesn't respect laws the rules. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then in the remakes... There's 27 people, which ties it with Verdant Turf to be the second largest town, or maybe the largest. I don't remember. Okay. Uh, so there's the hot springs. Yep. The magma from the volcano causes the nearby water veins to well up as the hot springs in the town. Uh, the people. This is a little gross because they bathe in it, right? Right. Um, and they allege that 
you know, that relieves tension, soothes muscle aches, but also can solve romantic problems and attract money. That seems like a cultural thing that maybe never yeah. made its way all the way over here. <laughs> Um, but also, they draw as much water as they need from the springs, and the springs never run dry. But I think it's gross to drink your bath water. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is does probably boil all the. It, well, it can't be boiling because then you then would you would cook die when you get yeah. in. Yeah, you would you would be a pot roast person, <laughs> a spoink roast. <laughs> but. I mean, they're hot all the time, so maybe that they're maybe it's hotter the farther down because it's closer to the magma, and then when it gets up here, it cools down so you can bathe in it, but it destroys the germs, and then there's a flush that they can put back towards the lava to boil it again. I'm reaching really hard right now. <laughs> don't drink your bath water. <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's yucky. I don't know if you're gonna drink the water, don't open it for public bathing. Yeah. Maybe use a second vein of water (laughs) for your drinking water. Uh, But this is a weird hippie town with a Crowder Laugen or whatever. (laughs) Crowder (laughs) Laden. So the old woman outside of the hot spring, she gives you a why not egg. And I think she says, like, put it in the dirt. And uh, (laughs) then it'll heat it up and help it hatch. But you can't. But putting it in the dirt is not an option. So Um, you just have to walk a regular hatchet? You just have to hatch it like normal, and it's just a why not, and like Wobbuffet <laughs> is the most annoying Pokemon to use in just like a regular playthrough of a video game. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I can't imagine. It. Yeah, because like Wobbuffet has like two moves, right? It's like it's counter for it's special got... and counter for physical, and like that's <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, and then it has like safeguard and it's some all, other it's all... like non attacking move. Yeah, it's all defense and non attack. But it's, so just, like, it's I, just one of those things. Like you, it's one of those clown things. You just punch and it falls down and it pops yeah. back up. It bops you in the nose. Right. Um, it's just one of those. Uh, in the <laughs> remakes, after you capture Groudon and Kyogre, she will give you a second egg that has a Togepi in it. And that is a much different yes. story for whether or not I think you should use it. Because um, I like Togepi. I've always liked I, Togepi, but now it's like a. Now it's like a special to us Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Love that little egg. Someone, I think it was Cappy, sent us a picture of a stuffed um, Togepi, but the neck was really long. Like it was stretching, like it's midway transforming into a, <laughs> a Togetic or Togekit, which is after. Togetic is after. Yeah, Togetic. Togetic. Um, I don't know how you're supposed to say it. I could be. Who knows, man? Because when I was a kid playing um like gold and silver i I said togepi because that's how they said it in the show when misty got Uh one before the games came out but then when it evolved i switched it to a soft g and i don't know why i did that uh but i say togetic which i know is not right Uh, yeah i don't i don't know because i have never looked into i don't like the evolutions of it so i've never looked into it even a little bit um so i kind of waffle back and forth but like (laughs) it's really it's like they had togepi and they were like yes it's like a, a baby and an egg, which is kind of a trope, and we can make a Pokemon out of it. Yeah. What does it turn into? I don't know. Stretch its head out on, Le- a, on a big, long neck and give it legs and little wingies. What if it's a giraffe in there? Can it fly? <laughs> no. But it's no. got little wingies. <laughs> it hovers, but not enough to fly. And what does that evolve into? Well, you just smoosh it all back together, and then the wings get bigger. And it's a jet plane. <laughs> it's a jet plane skateboard. Can that fly? I think so, probably. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll let this one fly. 
I like that she's like, here's a thing that you have. This is a very Pokemon move to be like, put it in the dirt to hatch it. You cannot put it in the dirt to hatch it. You just do a regular. <laughs> in the original ones, like you can, because it's all like sprites. So you can yeah. walk into the little mounds of dirt, like the same way you can like walk into your bed kind of. Okay. So you yeah. can just like get in there. You're like, eh. yeah, I'm in the sand. <laughs> and, and the remakes, you can't do that. It's just lumps of dirt that you can't interact with in any way. <laughs> um, cool. Glad we remade the games. <laughs> there's the herbal shop everybody knows what they do they sell the medicine that makes your pokemon hate you that only serial killers use yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep uh, and in the residential house in the emerald version there's a boy that lives there that will teach one of your pokemon mimic okay but that's it um that's everything here except for the gym uh, which is weird the gym is strange so you go in and it's two floors oh no that's weird already no stairs so the first floor is a bunch of rooms and there's like holes in the floor and you drop down the holes and you go down to the basement level uh-huh on the basement level there is what looks like the same holes except that you don't fall through them you step over it and a geyser blasts you back up to the top floor Okay. And you have to navigate this maze of like six rooms or so and find your way to the gym leader. Okay. In the Emerald version, same concept, but the the layout is changed and is a little more complicated. It's not just like six square rooms. It's like an actual maze that you have to like navigate. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes junior trainers will pop out of the geyser holes. Bad of me. You gotta fight me now. I'm a little ninja boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in Ruby and Sapphire, there's five of them. In Emerald, they add three more, so there's eight of That's them. And then the remakes, they completely redesigned the gym. The concept is pretty similar, where it's the two floors and you have to like ride geysers between them. But now, instead of just falling in and out of holes, there's little like wooden platforms, and you like ride the geysers up and down. Okay. Um, there's seven junior trainers in there. Um, that's about it. It's It looks really... In the remake, it looks... It's like a lot more atmospheric. In the original one, it's just like, here's a building with holes in the floor. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, but in the remake, it's like everything's like stone, and it looks like kind of like a Zen garden, hot spring kind of thing. There's like a big nice. tree where the gym leader is. Nice. It's pretty nice. Um, so you get to the gym leader, you beat the gym leader. We'll talk about her in a minute. And you get the heat badge, which allows you to use strength out of battle. And let's Pokemon up to level 50 obey you. And you get the TM50, which is overheat, which is a very powerful fire type attack. But it does lower your special attack by two stages when you use it. So ah. it's kind of like a last ditch. Right. Like it gets weaker as you use it more because you are overheating. Right. That makes sense. So yeah, that's the gym. Which leaves us the gym leader. Who is Flannery. Okay. And she is one with a fiery passion that burns. I like it. That's how she describes herself. She's a relatively new gym leader, um, and she is admired for her beauty and her strength. Although she tries to act like a tough guy, but she very clearly is not like a tough guy character. And so it kind of doesn't work for her. Um, But after you beat her, she's like, well, I'll just be myself instead. Because she's kind of just like a goober. (laughs) okay <laughs> she tries I'm to be like at... an intimidating gym leader because she's like i'm new at this and like i'm supposed to be this like force in the pokemon league that's yeah like, you know a big thing but she's just kind of silly 
<laughs> uh, I'm looking at her right now. I like her look. Yeah. Uh, the the hair going all over the place is a pretty good look. And she definitely looks like she's like, yeah, I'm tough. I'm just going to be loud about it. And then you'll believe me. <laughs> uh, she mentions at some point that her grandfather is a former member of the Hoenn Elite Four, but we'll never hear any more about that. Okay. Um, cool job, Gamp Camp. This was a weird thing that Bulbapedia said. Uh, is that she appears to be familiar with Norman's battle style. Norman is your dad. Uh-huh. But all it says is, appears to be familiar with Norman's battle style. Uh, like, she alludes to it. And I don't know what <laughs> what that what? means. It's, what do you mean? First of all... Because the way I read what do you mean it... battle style? Like... Let me, let me pull up. Let me pull this up here. Well, Norman like does type? have a distinct, like... I use normal type Pokemon, and we use, like, the stat-boosting items in my gym. Oh, okay. So maybe she alludes to that, but, like, I don't know. It's weird that they were like, Flannery knows about your dad. Flannery knows your dad. Uh, who's married to your mom, so... <laughs> not not until after Flannery gets done. Homewrecker. <laughs> she apparently is familiar with her fellow gym leader Norman's battling style, alluding to it. Mm, okay. Very clear, Bulbapedia. Uh, <laughs> she's very familiar with Norman. She know she she knows Norman biblically. <laughs> don't tell mom. <laughs> you're like I don't. I'm ten. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, when I first played this, Flannery was my favorite gym leader in the region. Uh, yeah, because this would have been oh god, what year did Ruby and Sapphire come out? Like 2002. Uh, yeah, somewhere around there. Somewhere around there. So I'm like... Two or three. I'm mid-teens, and like, I don't know, Flannery was pretty hot, so I was into it. Right, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Her Pokemon in Ruby and Sapphire, she has two level 26 Slugma and one level 28 Torkoal. Couldn't find another fire type. I hate when they have multiples of the same Pokemon. It, I hate that so suck. much. They they fix it in Emerald. She has one level 24 Numel, one level 24 Slugma, a level 26 Camerupt, and a level 29 Torkoal. So she definitely steps her game up in Emerald version. Okay. Numel and Camerupt are the... they come One comes from the other one, though, right? Yeah, Numel evolves in the Camerupt. So, like, that's basically the same thing as having two Slugmas, but it's a little bit better, I <laughs> so, guess. Yeah, it's not just two Numels, at least. It's, like, a little yeah. different. Gains, like, a ground type, I think, which makes it worse against water. And also, yeah. Slugma evolves into Mag Cargo, which is also four times weak to water. Because <laughs> uh, Game Freak loves the water type and hates fire types. Yeah, oh, it hates... Fi- Look, there it, it hates fire types less than it hates grass types, because it hates grass types (laughs) they added like seven new grass types in the last three generations not including the starters so like they hate grass types but one of them is serena who is one of my favorite pokemon so yeah same uh that kick flower rules it kill flower rules so much that i was like i'm only gonna have new pokemon on this team and they're like here's dirt horse and i was like well i do love dirt horse like well and here's kick flower and i was like well i do love kick flower so they were also on my team for sword and shield she, I think I think it might be the best actual grass type. Like, it's really good, both in terms of what it does and it's like actual stats and stuff. It rules. It kicks so hard. <laughs> the final rematch in Emerald version is a level fifty-one Arcanine, fifty-three Mag Cargo, fifty-one Houndoom, fifty-one Rapidash, fifty-three Camera Up, and fifty-five Torkoal. Okay, her favorite boy. 
uh, in the remakes, she has the level 26 Slugma, but only one of them. And she replaces the second one with a level 26 Numel, and then also has the level 28 Torkoal. Okay. And that's it. All right. I like... There's not... All the fire-type ones I can... All the fire-type gyms I can think of, of which I know two. Two. <laughs> not including Flannery. Through, well, there's one in Galar. Kubo or whatever his name is. There's there's Kubo and then there and and then also there's like kind of like Kabu the, the, I think is his actual yeah name. yeah Kabu um Kubo is the a movie Kubo and the Two Strings is a movie which is very good the what's I don't Kio in uh yeah yeah As he, the like trial. that one um and then Blaine who I guess in the, like after like Gen One. It's like, I'm a game show host now, like in the remakes, yeah. like in the Let's Go's. And Let's Go, he definitely is a, just a like, tacky ha, game show host. I used to be a host. professor, but now, spin the wheel, pick a used, room. <laughs> I used to be a professor, but I made a, a terrible abomination monster that almost burned the whole region down, and I kind of cracked up a little bit. So now I'm just going to be like, weird Bill Nye. <laughs> so, but I like Flannery like as like a regular fire type gym leader, <laughs> like... Just yeah, Flannery, girl, yeah, <laughs> homewrecker, homewrecker. Apparently, <laughs> well, look, there's a reason your dad doesn't live with your mom anymore. Right. There's is... a reason he moved to Hoenn to be a gym leader. Yeah, and then you also moved, but separately, a different from where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> he puts you up in Oldale or not Oldale, Little Root, New L- New Bark. New Bark is from Little Root. It's Little Root. Jodo, Little Root. Woo. <laughs> i don't know what that was for i don't think that it was just, anything it just felt like it just felt right <laughs> um anything else or do we go to the spotlight now we can spotlight now i think oh heck yeah let's do a spotlight who's that pokemon it's torkoal <laughs> Torkoal is Pokemon number 324, and it is the coal Pokemon. It's coal as ice. <laughs> Willing to sacrifice my love. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fire type. Um, yeah. It's Flannery's signature. Uh, stands at only 1 foot 8, but weighs 177.2 pounds. Well, that's a, that's a dense boy. For comparison, I went to the doctor to get my COVID test, and I got like, yep. checked out, right? And yep. I am five foot ten. So, judging by the metrics, you weigh seven hundred pounds. Give or well, take. I weigh. First of all, I weigh more than I've ever weighed before, which is good because I was probably unhealthy. You, <laughs> you've always been a a slight man. So, as, as far as I know. Up until, I don't know if they weighed me in 2017 when I got my science infection, which was the last time I went to the doctor. I don't remember if they weighed me then. Uh, but before that, I was always within the 120 to 130 range, which is like pretty thin. Yeah. But now I'm five foot ten and I weigh 174 pounds. Nice. You weigh more than me. I am. For a, the first time ever. I have a human size, which is yeah. nice. And it nice. feels it feels really good. Congratulations. <laughs> Uh, Torkoal weighs more than me and is four feet shorter. <laughs> <laughs> Torkoal, I like the sprite with it blowing steam out of its nose like it's Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, for abilities, it can get White Smoke, which prevents stat reductions um, from opposing Pokemon. So any moves that you use, that like Overheat, for example, would still reduce okay. your, your stuff. But if someone used like Leer on you, that would not work. Okay. Uh, can also get Drought, which causes um, harsh sunlight when it enters the battle. Uh, and its hidden ability is Shell Armor, which prevents critical hits. It's got no soft underbelly to hit, so you can't crit on it. Right, it's just like lays on his tummy he's like eh. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing you sucks his head in he's like there's nothing you can what do to me now. Do? <laughs> all right so pokedex stuff yes they generate energy by burning coal that they dig out of mountains in the hollow spaces of their shells and are a very common sight in abandoned mines some people in alola say that when the fire dies out the pokemon dies Oh, no. Uh, but all the other ones say, not that it dies, but that's just when the fire goes out, it becomes, like, very lethargic and unable to move because burning the fire is what, like, generates its energy. Sure, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, so trainers that use it make sure to keep something flammable on hand at all times. Uh, when they get attacked, they let out a thick black smoke, which they use to, like, obscure vision and, like, sneak away as much as, like, a tortoise Pokemon a big- could sneak a big glowing fire tortoise. I assume it glows. <laughs> it looks like it glows from the holes in its shell. Yeah, and the sound of the smoke escaping from its nostrils has been compared to that of a locomotive's horn. Okay. Which I love that if you're just in this abandoned mine and you just hear trains. You hear a train? <laughs> yeah, that would be terrifying. <laughs> its origin is really interesting to me. I wanted to look into it a little more, but the Wikipedia page for the thing uh, was not very in-depth. But okay. it is based on a creature called the Carbon Car- Carbonimus? I think it's how you say that. It's Greek for, like, coal turtle. Oh, sure, okay. Uh, and it's an extinct species of turtle or tortoise. I think it's more of a tortoise, actually. Uh, and the first specimen was discovered within a coal mine, within an old coal mine. Okay. So Pokemon was like... They read about this thing and they were like, what if it burned coal in its shell to stay alive? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty dope. And it sounded like a train. Um, I, I googled a picture of it and it's much bigger than Torkoal. It but is other huge. Than it's that, also, I think, the biggest like recorded species of tortoise. Yeah, it looks enormous. It's like almost seven feet, six feet tall somewhere around there or six feet long, I guess. Um, That's pretty cool, though. I like that. I like that. Or that's like a, like you said, that's a weird pull. Like, yeah, it's just like super obscure extinct species. And Pokemon was like, it's in. Put it in. Make we, don't, it a we don't have a real dodo yet, I don't think. But this weird turtle thing is in. <laughs> we don't have a real dodo yet. Give her time. Right. We're only at almost 900. <laughs> Pokemon. I mean, that's a lot. There's a lot of Pokemon. I think once they hit a thousand, they need to sit down and go, do we need any more? <laughs> What's left, really? <laughs> I think if you count, like, regional forms, it's probably pretty close to a thousand. Probably. I think regional forms are something they're going to have to lean into really hard soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, they need but, to stop making new Pokemon and coming up with new ways to get, like, Pokemon that is more personalized to you. Yeah. Like, different color ranges is something I've always kind of pushed for. Instead of yeah. like instead of shinies, like some colors are maybe a little rarer than others, but there's like a spectrum that like a lapras can be from like this shade of blue to maybe the shade of purple. Yeah. And like each or one like, you encounter is like a different step along the way. And like we know they have the technology to make like random spot patterns. 
Yeah, they do that with Spinda. So, like, you could just, like, do that, but stripes and, you know, like, there's a lot of things you could do to make Pokemon, like, more unique, like, your Pokemon more unique. And I think they, I think maybe, hopefully, they're exploring those options. Yeah, I hope that's, because once we get to a thousand, it's, I mean, it's already a lot to keep track of. Yeah. To the point where there's a special part of your brain that is dedicated now just to remembering Pokemon. (laughs) Well, some people's my I never developed. I haven't developed that part of the brain past Gen two. So, uh, its combination is its combination is a name. No, its name is a combination of <laughs> tortoise and coal. Its sure. Japanese name is Kotois, which is a different combination of the same words, which I think is also really neat. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, trivia is not super interesting. It's tied with Slugma, Litwick, and Mega Camerupt. Not regular Camerupt, but the Mega one. <laughs> Uh, for being the slowest fire types. Okay. Which means regular camera up gets too fat when it mega evolves and it slows it gets slower. <laughs> it's too much camel meat to carry around. Too much fire. The fire's weighing it down. All the lava. <laughs> and it shares its category of the coal Pokemon with the Roly Coley line, which is new to Galar. Okay. That's it. That's all nice. I got. We're at the end of my notes. Dope. What would you name one? I don't know. It's another one that I've never really been that interested in using. Yeah. So I don't know. I do like the the Goldberg illusion that you came up with. Yeah, I would definitely name one Goldberg because I've also never used one, but I would definitely name it Goldberg now just looking at it. But also it's a red turtle, so I'll say Raph. Okay. Let's go with Raph. It's pretty easy. Uh, I really like its design. I, I think it's I've never like looked at a Torkoal besides like if I had to fight one. And yeah. then even then, I'm not really looking at it. I'm looking at my moves and I'm waiting for it to die, mostly. Um, but I really like its design. I think its design is, like, really good. Yeah, it's like a furnace. It's like a steam engine, almost. Yeah, like, you, there's, like, holes in its shell that lead to its giant furnace insides that you can toss coal and sticks and stuff into. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, all right, well... If you have nicknames, dear listener, for Torkoal, send them in. Use the hashtag PWT rate, and then we can see them. And we will rate them like we're about to do right now. All right, Josh, you ready to rate some nicknames for Spoink? Yeah. All right, how do we do that? We do it on a scale of 1 to 5, Pokeball, Premier Ball, Great Ball, Ultra Ball, Master Ball. I almost I kept wanting to say Master Ball for every one of them. But, Master Ball, uh, Master Ball, Master Ball, Master Ball. Maybe that'll be an April Fool's episode, but not this one. Nope. Uh, we get one Master Ball each per episode that we can use retroactively if we want. Um, and that's it. That's the rules. All right. Uh, we don't have a ton of names because we did take uh, an extra two weeks off. And I reminded people, you know, like an hour ago. So... <laughs> Uh, we have, we do have some though. First up is from Big at Big Five. I would name a Spoink Waddles. Spoink may bounce more than Waddle, but if any pig is going to spontaneously sprout psychic powers, it'd be the one from Gravity Falls. You have never seen the Gravity Falls, to my knowledge. I have. You have? I've seen the first one with the, like, gnomes, right? Is that the first episode? Yeah, that's the first episode, I've yeah. seen that one, and I do remember them being stuck in a convenience store. That's the fifth episode. That's a very good one, too. And um, Jack of Melons. Yep, that's our th- thing that I remember. Yeah, that's Summerween when they do Halloween in summertime. Right. <laughs> that's about it. That's the extent of my knowledge, I think. Okay, so 
only one of those episodes. I, know, I do after, know of Waddles. You do know Waddles. Yes. Say, only one. Uh, on, so Waddles is a big fat pig. He weighs fifteen pounds. His original name was Old Fifteen Poundy. <laughs> and then Mabel had to guess how much he weighed, and then she would get a free pig if she did that. <laughs> <laughs> because the show is very good. I don't think Spoink Waddles is the thing. No. At, at best, if it's not bouncing, which if you remember, it means it's dead. It dies, yes. <laughs> but if it's not bouncing and it's just like standing on its tail, it's weebling at best. Right, right. Um, also, there is an episode where it eats like a brain mushroom and gets super intelligence. So that's probably that's I mean, that's that plays part of it, because like if one pig will spontaneously spout psychic powers. Which apparently Spoink has, because <laughs> you can't just have a bouncy pig. Well, yeah, he also has to be psychic. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna great ball it. I'm gonna premiere ball it. Fair, just because the only connection is uh is pig. Y- yes. Um. <laughs> So yeah, it's going to get a premiere ball for me. Okay, fair. Uh, next from Kaiser at Reziak Verdungert. I would name my Spoink Boop because I want to boop that snoot. Boop it. I like boop, boop as a name. I'm surprised we have not got boop as a name. I don't think it's the first. Now. The maiden voyage of the boop nickname. <laughs> boop is pretty good. Boop's pretty good. I think I want to ultra ball boop. I also think I'm going to ultra ball boop. Next is from Benny at been active and josh strap your butt in because this is oh let me buckle up this is the benniest thing that ben <laughs> we've talked to benny a lot and this is maybe the <laughs> benniest thing so we're gonna go on a little journey here i would name a spoink and i think it's pronounced beal but it might be i've i know someone with this last name and they pronounce it bell it's b-e-a-l-l i'm gonna say bell i would name a spoink bell after jeffrey bell who was highly critical of bad publishing practices, which allowed people to print uh, research that was not peer-reviewed by paying money. Spunk is a prime example of how badly the Pokedex <laughs> needs better researchers. <laughs> the Benniest possible <laughs> nickname. I don't know how Benny keeps getting more Benny every time, but he it's pulls amazing. It off. It's amazing. I like it though. I like the name Bell. I like I that like it the- is spelled like Beal. Yeah. Um I like the the reference to the bad Pokedex entry. Yeah. I think I'm gonna give it an ultra ball. I think I'm also gonna ultra ball it. This is this is a rare example of, of one that has the exact amount of context yeah. that, that we need. <laughs> right? It's not too much, it's just it's just uh, it's so good. Uh next is from Tanner at Sparky Upstart. Robbie, after Robbie Baldwin, a.k.a. Speedball of the New Warriors. Him bounce. Um, I don't know if you're looking at this or not. I don't know if you can see no, it. No, I'm not. Have you ever seen this man? What is... Is he doing, like, the Tommy Oliver split? Mid-air splits? Yes. <laughs> I've, never, hand out. <laughs> I've never seen this man. No. Um, this this man has a tragic history um, that involves getting into superpower-based BDSM. It's a dark time. Robbie Baldwin <laughs> goes through some dark stuff. There's a whole what thing. Is this, what is this from? Uh, the New Warriors, which is like a like a sort of Teen Titans kind of okay, like not quite Young Avengers, but like 
younger superheroes for Marvel. I like Speedball a lot, but the nickname is Robbie. Robbie the Spoink. I do also kind of like Robbie the Spoink. <laughs> there is a charm to that. There is kind of a, a nice... Um, I'll Great Ball it. I think I'm going to Ultra Ball it. Well, okay. I'm, I'm still going to Great Ball it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, next from Lewis at Boss LCA. This this is... I don't know how we're going to do this. I would name my Spoink the sound that a doorstop spring makes when you flick it. I think it's it's kind of like a sproing. It's like a sproing. Sproing. <laughs> But I call her Dory for short. Dory. So his name is Sproing in our so, new headcanon, so but you yep. call it Dory. But you call it Dory. <laughs> I'm going to, I'll be honest with you. I think Dory brings it down. I do. I do too. I'm notorious for hating the fish Dory from the Disney movies. <laughs> I hate that stupid ass fish so much. And then they made a whole movie just about her. What a stupid move. <laughs> Let's take a character that sucks, that is actively bad, and ruins everything. Let's make a movie about her, and then we're just going to do some classic Disney emotional manipulation. I haven't seen the movie. I refuse to watch a movie about Dory. Don't care for the character. Don't like the name. Pokeball. <laughs> Pokeball for Dory. But even if we don't go with Sproing and we just go with... The sound a doorstop makes. Yeah. Uh, like, whatever that is in your head, that sound effect, that cartoon sound effect is the name of the spoink. Yeah. And so when you let it out, you are physically able to make that sound. When you say, go. That gets a great ball from me. <laughs> I, I think that does get a great ball. If we don't do secondary names or second nicknames or anything. But if it was Dory, it'd be Pokeball all day long. Yeah. Next is from Luke at I am Bardicus. Uh, Daisy, after a particularly unpleasant sound my grandparents had when I was growing up. Same energy in that face. <laughs> Pulling from the real world on this one, Luke. Daisy the Spoink. I like it. I like it. That's a cute pig name. That's a cute pig name. Flower names, I think, really work for pigs in a weird way. It's ironic because they're dirty and yucky. Uh, yeah, but flowers are pretty and smell nice. Yeah. I, I don't think a pig smells good. Probably rarely, if ever. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if you have like a pig, you keep as a pet in your house that is clean. Maybe, yeah, but but pigs don't want to be clean, and so it's kind of cruel to like make it not be in the mud. Yeah. Um. Also, eventually, you do have to eat that pig. Someone's gonna have to eat that pig. You can't. <laughs> you can't just. Like bury the pig somewhere and be like, good and we did a good job with our pet. <laughs> that's a big waste of resources. And that I like if you're okay with that, that's fine. My my dad had pigs growing up and they were really worried that my aunt Steph, who named them, uh, I think I think he named him like Charlie and Mr. Weaver or something like that. Or she <laughs> she named him that. They were really worried when they were gonna have to explain how they sent the pig to be butchered and that they were eating the pigs that she loved. But she was totally cool. She's like, which one am I eating right now? Is this Charlie or Mr. Weaver? <laughs> um, that sounds like someone that shops at the herbal shop. Said <laughs> the Clouder Loudon. <laughs> <laughs> so is this Daisy? Was that the name we this were This is Daisy, with? yeah. Uh, Daisy's a great ball, I think. I think also a great ball. Uh, next from Tony at the T-Dog 1820. My nickname for Spoink would be Orwell after the author of Animal Farm. I like that. I think Orwell is a good pig name. 
Yeah. It sounds like a pig name. And it's the author. It's not just like we named it the same name as the pig in the book. Yeah, which I think <laughs> it's a I better remember. it's a better reference than just like it's that thing. It's that. Yeah. The, I, so the the pig in the book's name was Napoleon. There was like a couple pigs. The pigs were the ruling class. It was a metaphor, right. you see. Um <laughs> very thinly veiled. It's thin as <laughs> ice. Um but the I think one of the pigs was named Napoleon. I don't remember the other ones at all. It's been know. a grip since I, I read. The horse was Boxer, right? I think so. That, I think that rings a bell. I think that is all I remember. Yeah. From uh, I remember very. I remember liking it and actually reading it, which was rare for me to do for a book I was assigned. <laughs> Um, and this was this was pre good spark notes. It was spark notes that you knew would get you in trouble, but it was all you had if you didn't read the book. You right, know? the teacher would be able to tell that you just read the spark notes. Yeah, it wasn't like new spark notes where they have like a cool social media presence or anything. <laughs> <laughs> or you can Google like in depth summaries. It was like you Google it and they'd be like, uh, "Here's here's the ISBN number," and I'm like, "I don't want that." Um, but Orwell, the spoink, I'm gonna ultra ball that. Yeah, because it evolves into Grumpig, which I feel like looks like its name would be Orwell. It's very Orwell, yeah. Yeah, I'll also Ultra Ball that. All right, next is from Alex at underscore underscore Tank Sue. I name a Spoink Yubaba after the witch from Spirit Away who horrifically turns uh, Chihiro's parents into pigs through the sin of gluttony, an ability Spoink can legit have. And then there's also just kind of a note. uh, Having to continually bounce to keep your heart pumping is a similarly messed up curse. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. Yubaba, the spoink. Yubaba. I like that. I like Yubaba. I think that has a nice ring. Spirit Away is also my favorite Ghibli movie. That's the one with no face, right? Yeah. Yeah, the bathhouse. Yeah. Um, Yubaba. Yubaba. Not my Baba. You, Baba. <laughs> Trying to think, because in my in my head right now, it's like a great ball and a half, and I'm trying to figure out which way it's leaning. Okay. I think it's great ball. I think I'm going to land on, on great ball. I, I'm going to upgrade it to ultra ball because I think saying you, Baba, enough times it would only get better. Right. You can't like be mad at it when you yell at it because his yeah, name is you, Baba. Oh, I had a fun time saying that. Okay, <laughs> never mind. You're off the hook. Uh, next is from Daoud at Daofak. I'd name a Spoink Pinball for the simple reason that I love playing Pokemon Pinball Ruby and Sapphire, and a Spoink was the plunger in that game. That's adorable. Then- <laughs> also, probably mean. To, it's to a little spoink. mean. But it's not a real Spoink. It's just like a pinball prop that well, looks like okay. a Spoink. I love the Pokemon Pinball games. Uh, Pokemon Pinball is like one of my favorite pokemon games the original one i don't think i ever played any of the other ones I, pl- I think there's only one more on uh probably ruby and sapphire ruby and sapphire i think that <laughs> i think they only made the two uh hey bring back pokemon pinball yeah P- bring put back that Snap. on switch yeah can you imagine what a pokemon pinball game on the switch it could have way more than two tables so i'll tell you oh, that for sure <laughs> do you want to play the ruby table or do you want to play the sapphire table Neither. I've I've played this game for twenty minutes and I'm bored because I feel like I've seen everything. I want to play the sun and I want to play the Alola table where I can go into ultra wormholes. Oh yeah! Please and thank you, dude. They could have a table for each island and the Pony yeah. Island one. Those like there's no back to it, so the ball can just fall out. Yeah, they you got to be real careful. 
Uh, <laughs> got him. <laughs> Melt their asses, Josh. <laughs> um, I like the name Pinball for Spoink. I think I'm also going to Ultra Ball that. I'm going to Ultra Ball that, too, for sure. A real solid set of nicknames. Uh, now we're getting to the Today ones. So, from Pete, at the edge of my Pete, I would name a Spoink Piggly Wiggly. Um, not real. Not a real thing. Who would name a store that? And then try to convince people that they named a store the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> it seems like it's like this thing that your grandpa talks about that you're just like, whatever. You didn't shop at the Piggly Wiggly. You didn't go to the grandpa. Piggly Wiggly grandpa. Go take your medicine. Like <laughs> it, Piggly Wiggly also sounds like there was another pig or hog based uh, grocery chain somewhere in obviously the deep south. And that in a cartoon, they made fun of it by calling it the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> but isn't, then, hang on, I'm going to Google was, Piggly Wiggly because isn't the logo also just like straight it's up a pig. Porky Pig? Yeah. Also, the headquarters are in Keene, New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Headquarters, Keene and H. Do you know where the nearest Piggly Wiggly is? Founder Clarence Saunders. Clarence Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> do you know the nearest piggly wiggly is uh no south carolina i bet if i had to guess maybe <laughs> it, farther down its headquarters are in Keene, new hampshire but it was founded in memphis tennessee so me so it's tennessee you gotta get all the way to tennessee before you can get a piggly wiggly i bet i'm gonna search why are giggly, you up here giggly I'm piggly gonna... wiggly that's not what i'm searching i'm searching piggly wiggly new england and we're gonna see piggly new wiggly <laughs> <laughs> What states have Piggly Wiggly? Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Louisiana, Minnesota, Mississippi, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, and West Virginia. Okay, the only one of those states that is not an explicitly southern or Appalachian state is Ohio, and that is still <laughs> about 10 hours from here. Yep. Where the headquarters is. <laughs> <laughs> what a strange thing what a weird thing anyway piggly wiggly piggly uh, wiggly i think is is fake and is a is actually a creepypasta story it's, it's a creepypasta story where you go in there and someone eats your eyeballs or something <laughs> and a pig comes out of the freezer section with and a chops with off a, your butt with cheeks. A butcher knife and he's like oink and he just chops you up <laughs> he chops your butt cheeks <laughs> off and they Send and you out back into the world with no budget. You're alive the whole time. Yeah. And they only and when you're gone, they only ever find your nose. <laughs> uh Premier Ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, same. Uh next is from Asimov Fangirl at Asimov underscore fangirl. Hi, I would name my Spoink Porker in honor of Porker Lewis, a regular character in the British Sonic the Comic. I gotta look this up. Um, Sonic the comic, like the Hedgehog, like the Hedgehog. Uh, she has included. How do you spell Lewis? Is it L E W or L O U? L E W I S. Porker Lewis. He's got like a. He's like. He's like a cool pig with a leather like, jacket. He looks exactly like Hampton from Tiny Toons, but he's <laughs> but if if Hampton from Tiny Toons was James Dean. <laughs> he's got like a leather jacket on i bet he smokes oh he definitely smokes 
Um, there's and Sonic also, says that's no good. No good. There's also a second picture that uh, if you go on to if you if you look up the hashtag um, that she has put up. There's first one is you know cool guy in a in his in his leather jacket. Sure. And then the second one, I don't know if you can see this. It's much harder to see. You should probably just look it up. Yeah. What is? What am I looking up? Just the hashtag PWT rate, and then go to latest. And it's like okay. two or three down, two on down. Twitter here. And then it's he's like a like a regular little pig boy hanging out with Sonic. Is that like the comic strip? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here it is. Right here. Uh, so like the first one is like he's... I get that this like this is a cool guy. The second <laughs> one is like a little pig boy with like a tuft of hair. Look at his face in this first panel. He's so <laughs> cute. Yeah. And he's like Sonic is like, hey, let's be more careful next time, kid, and then runs away with a pachow, which is a good um right. sound effect. <laughs> and then Porker's like, he's my hero. He's my hero. And then he puts on a leather jacket to be cool like Sonic the like Hedgehog. Sonic. And he also grows fingers because clearly he's got hoof hands in the second one, but cool guy <laughs> is wearing gloves like a Looney Tune. Oh. Like Hampton from Tiny Tunes. Sometimes he has three fingers and sometimes he has four fingers. When he's got four fingers, it's weird. um i i think porker is a solid name for a pig oh man i love this little comic strip so much (laughs) he's my hero he's my hero (laughs) (laughs) oh man if i'm ever Um, ready to change my pictures from bella this is a strong contender (laughs) um this is i would i would i would great ball porker uh, I'm going to Ultra Ball Porker just because I got to see all these sweet photos of Porker, <laughs> Porker Pig or whatever his name was. Yeah. Uh, Pork, Porker, Peter Porker is the name of Spider-Ham. <laughs> That's Spider-Ham's real name. And is that Parker, an actual thing, or is Spider Ham something that's just like for that movie that they no, thought there's was a fun? Whole, there's a whole universe of uh, mostly pun-based animal versions of the Marvel okay. characters. Does that stem from the Simpsons gag, Spider Pig? There's also like... Oh, I don't remember any off the top of my head. There's like... They're not all pigs, though. Unless they are, and it's like Captain Hammerica or something like that. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. There's a whole There's a whole set of them. Next is from Joel at Sepsis Punk. I'd go with Petunia for a spoink for Porky's girlfriend from Looney Tunes. Another flower name, which works pretty well. Very cute. For pigs. Petunia is also the name of a battle bot that I really like. Is it a pig theme? No. Uh... It's just named Petunia. It's got a like a weird, it's like a scoop and hook. So like it has like a clamp that like a hook that comes down and stabs into its opponents, um, which is pretty cool. It's not a great bot. It doesn't do well. <laughs> oh, look, but I just love crazy looking. Are you looking at Petunia the battle bot? Yeah, it's got like a tongue sticking out of like a Finn Balor demon paint job. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, the the guys that like the builders are like these three guys from the Netherlands, I think. And so they each have a suit on and one is red, one is white and one is blue. And they stand in the Netherland flag order. Oh yeah. Here it is. Here they are. And I just like them. <laughs> I just like those guys. This guy in the red jacket <laughs> <laughs> looks uncomfortable. <laughs> 
that's my favorite thing about BattleBots is seeing the people who are like, I'm really good at robots, don't like being in front of cameras. I'm really good at robots, and obviously this is why. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They've already filmed the next season of BattleBots. It's going to be airing probably early next year. I'm pretty stoked about it. They had zero COVID cases. They They had no live audience. They were perfectly careful. It was really nice to see someone just do it right. The WWE, because uh, <laughs> they can't seem to at all. Anyway, Petunia, great ball. Yeah, great ball. And then finally, from Cassidy, at Mad Lobotanist, Porb, short for pig orb. Porb. 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 I like porb. I like porb, because it's almost pork, but like then it, but different. Then it freaks yeah. you on the okie doke at the end. <laughs> Plus... It is also a pig with an orb, so like right. it does, everything tracks. <laughs> it's got a lot of good ultra, layers. I'm an ultra ball porb. Uh, I'm an ultra ball porb. Uh, that's the last one. Yeah. So master ball. Um, I already forgot what one I had that I was gonna do that for. Let me I see mean, if, I, if I could find it. <laughs> was it was it porker? No. Um. Robbie's pretty good. Robbie's pretty good, but I don't think that was it either. Let me see if I can't find it. Okay, you go to latest because this is giving me names for Sneasel. That's not. Oh it. yeah, it'll it'll, it'll just one. do it. It'll do whatever it wants if you go in top order. I don't know how they decide. <laughs> they don't know how they decide. Oh, I think it's I think it's Boop. I think it's Boop for me. Boop. All right, I think I'm gonna master ball Robbie. Okay, Robbie, the Spoink. Um, and that's going to do it for us. If you have nicknames for Torkoal, I almost forgot what it was called. I was like the big <laughs> fire turtle. You know the one. Um, if you got nicknames for Torkoal, send them to us. Use the hashtag PWT rate. If you sent uh, Spoink names and you did not use the hashtag PWT rate and didn't hear it read, that's why. Because I just look at the hashtag. I don't look at anything else. So, <laughs> And sometimes Twitter just eats the hashtags. So if you did hashtag it, that's on Twitter. And I'm very sorry. I guess we're going to wrap up now. That's it. That's all we got, right? Yeah, that's all. All right. Thank you very much for listening, everybody, to this episode of Pokemon World Tour Regular. If I almost said United. That's not what this is. You can tell there's... <laughs> far less people than there needs to be to make up united if you want to talk to us on twitter we are at pwt podcast that's where you can send your nicknames uh we're also emailable just gonna run with that um <laughs> at pwt podcast at gmail.com and we're on itunes stitcher and um all the pod stuff we're not on like spotify because i don't i haven't looked into how to do that but we're on I like pod catchers no and things yeah so check us out leave us a rating review we really appreciate that uh, we're also on Patreon, patreon.com slash Josh. There's going to be a new, old episode that we recorded in May of uh, Let's Make a Gym for Poison. I started editing it and then didn't finish. So I will finish that soon. It'll be up before November ends, I promise. Um, I don't even remember making a Poison Gym. This year is just like a weird time hole. I mean, I lived in Texas when we made it, so I also don't <laughs> remember how it ends up. I, f- I remember feeling positive about it when we left, so I think You'll we got somewhere good. You'll have to let me know good. what it is, because I have no recollection of doing this at all. <laughs> I, I will, but it's a Poison Gym, um, so that'll be out uh, pretty soon. 
Um, you all know how 2020 is going. If you want to support us on, on Patreon, that would be super great, and we'd really appreciate it. Uh, Josh, where are we going next time? Oh. <laughs> it was a surprise. A I'm not box? super sure. I know we're, I think we're finally heading toward the east half of the map. I don't know if we go to Mount Pyre next or if we go to Four Tree City first. It's one of those two, um, I think. But it's somewhere okay. over there. <laughs> <laughs> so Somewhere over yonder uh okay sweet well we will see you for you know something over there next time <laughs> uh but until then smell, smell you later, later. All right, Josh, you ready to rake, rake, rick some spank names? I'm gonna start this. <laughs> uh, yeah, spank me. Uh, <laughs> uh, do I run with it or do I run away from it? Uh, run away, please, for both of us.